0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to The Nobody's Podcast. It's another somebody session in which these nobodies bring on a somebody who is an expert or rising star in their field.
1: This week our somebody is a writer comedian lifestyle brand owner and straight up viral sensation when she's not entertaining her hundreds of thousands of followers with her hilarious videos creating cutting edge apparel or blogging about real life grinds she's chilling with her husband Chris their daughter birdie and their new foster puppy Ruby this week's somebody is Taylor Wolf. All right, we're recording. You start.
0: Okay, first of all, do not tell me what to do.
1: Walked right into that one.
0: All right. Hey, guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are The Nobodies, experts on nothing.
1: Opinions on everything.
0: Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies. Thank you for being here. Thank they, you for having me.
2: Wait, can I talk? Is it time? Yes, yes you, can talk. Good, you can
1: talk, you can talk, you can talk. We had a lot of explanation with that. I apologize for that. Um, but I wanted to say, you know, we are, we just kind of did this right before we started recording, but we are a full University of Nebraska alumni panel this evening. You guys now have some like familial ties, you and Annie now. I mean, this, is, this, is, this is really exciting, but Taylor, do you ever miss living in Nebraska?
2: Um, no, I don't. <laughs> That's always my response too. I'm like, uh-uh. It's a really. great place to visit. You know, my family's there. I can totally see why they love it. It's just uh I don't miss it. No, but I like it.
1: Yeah. Well, you said that your fa- you said that you when you were you were just back, we were we were um messaging about you doing this podcast and you were telling me about how your parents we like a little bit forcing you to like really get the hair of the dog going like every day.
2: <laughs> I mean my parents are more fun than I will ever be. They say like to drink, have a good time, but like to the next level like so yeah <laughs> yeah
0: we are our, our family motto is you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning
2: so, which
1: is just the that. most aggressive, but I love it so really? much
0: yes,
2: yeah.
1: Can you guys, I mean, like now that we're in our thirties, can you drink the way that, I mean, I can, I cannot, I try all the time, but I cannot drink. If I either, I either have to day drink or evening drink. What is. Oh,
2: I, as as I take a sip of my wine, no. I (laughs) I mean, throw a baby into the mix. It is awful. Like. I start getting anxiety while I'm drinking. You know, usually it's the day after, but now like three glasses <laughs> in, I'm like, oh my God, that six o'clock baby wake up is going to be terrifying. So Oh my God.
1: Does that I really like, imagine. yeah, that must like really, really put a damper on your <laughs> get yes. hammered vibes, you know?
2: Yes, it does. Because <laughs> she well, doesn't uh, understand.
1: <laughs> well, I don't well, want to...
2: Hangovers have to just be that much worse. They are. Because then you try to like... Half-ass it and like okay, I know babies shouldn't have screen time, but sometimes we do a little cocoa melon when we're dying. And so it's like you either hear your baby screaming or you hear cocoa melon being like Peace, peas, peas, <laughs> time to eat your peas. And when you're hungover, you're just like, oh my god, baby that might be worse up. than a baby screaming. I know.
1: So, so Taylor, I do want to, I, I do want to get into this further. But you had a baby in a pandemic. Uh-oh, sorry, like a, uh-oh, my closet oh, lights is. went off. Sorry oh, about you that. are okay. so <laughs> fancy. You got that. You need the clap on. You know that's. I
2: know. Like, but you had a baby. In a pandemic,
1: like how it. was that? I mean, you know,
2: it's so weird because I've gone back and forth with it all the time. Like, it was obviously scary and super stressful, but then I was like, I didn't miss a tailgating season. Oh, uh, that was kind of cool. You that's know, so impressive.
1: Like,
2: which okay, uh, that's a shallow benefit. I understand that, <laughs> but you know, there were a few times where it's like I really did not miss much. Um, Mm-hmm. social wise. But it was like really scary because November is when it peaked again is when Birdie, when I had her. And so we were super like scared about, can our parents come see her? Like, what do we do? Um, so all of the unknowns were not fun. Oh yeah.
1: Can you course.
2: can you explain how you came up with her name? Because I think it is the best.
1: Yeah, she's adorable by the way. Like- yeah,
2: she's beautiful. Oh, so her full name is Beatrix Harlow Hillis. And I wish like I had a really cool story for it like I've tried to think like what could I make up but I really don't know like uh Beatrix Potter you know wrote um the Peter Rabbit books and Mm -hmm. so I was just kind of looking up old-fashioned names and I was like oh that's kind of cool like a writer I don't know um and Chris we were going between Beatrix or beatrice but he's like i don't want beatrice hillis he's like you had a lisp as a kid like that would be hard oh. for her <laughs> so i was like that's true so then we went with beatrix um and i don't know how like right away i knew i wanted her to be birdie like as her nickname but that's really so so.
1: yeah did that and- so that just evolved like naturally you just sort of knew like it's gonna be birdie other than
2: Yeah, I was one of those people who was like, I know I want this nickname. And Chris was like, Well, she needs a professional name. And I'm like, really? That's me. She's wait, you need a professional name for your baby? No, my parents,
0: my parents knew they would always call me Annie, Mm -hmm. but they were like, We need a more formal name. So my real name is Anne, and I've never gone by it for a day in my life. And so I always (laughs) say, like, if I ever granted Beatrix and Bertie are way different than Anne and Annie, but I understand like the concept and where his head was at with that.
2: I mean, I, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, no child of mine will be a professional probably, but okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure. you know, Taylor, I try to call mom. Annie Anne all the time. And she always is like, please stop. Do
0: not call me that.
1: Do not call me <laughs> Ann ever, ever again. Yeah. Um, we'll and see. Wait, oh, go really ahead. Really
2: quick. Harlow is after your dog. My beloved firstborn. Yeah. Harlow Arvishla yes. who passed away, um, like two months ago.
0: I, I want to say, and we can cut this out too. Yeah. Uh, I meant to bring this up at the beginning. It's creepy that I know so much about you because, but obviously I follow you on Instagram. I, my first dog, Nixon, I wholeheartedly believe was my soulmate, and we lost him about three years ago. So I, the whole time you were going through that, I was just like s- torn up for you because it's the hardest thing ever. So I
2: just wanted to say, I'm so sorry. I know how yeah. that feels, and it is just horrific. It is horrific, and I keep waiting for it to get better. Um, and it like, it's some some days it does but this whole weekend like I was crying like Chris is like have you been crying and I'm like why do you even ask anymore I'm like yeah. yes like if my it makes friend you, is gone If it makes
0: you feel better it took me like at least 2 years to not just like spontaneously cry it happened all the time while I was driving um so I I it, there is just it's hard like yeah. there's no other way you got to go like all the way through the grief process Yeah
1: well, and and Taylor, what I think is so what is what's so like uh, amazing and admirable, just even about like your situation because obviously this has been a very, very difficult time. But you have somehow figured out like I was reading your blog post where you said you were okay ish, and you know you find there's times where you kind of feel like you're you're like falling into this grief and like you just it, it's you're like, I feel like I should be over this, but I'm not. And like first of all, who cares? This is your process. you know, obviously, I don't need to tell you that and mansplain it to you. But you, you know, you know, <laughs> like to do that. Yeah, I do. So the dailytay.com is a lifestyle brand and thousands of people visit your site for not only clothes and your signature brand of humor, but also for your heart. Like, I'm just curious because you blog about a lot of real life shit on your website and, and struggles. And I, I just wanted to know, like, how do you strike that balance of like bearing your soul while literally like simultaneously posting these like raffle coptering on the floor videos. Well, I guess raffle covering that would be the wrong thing. So raffle coptering videos on, you know, on Instagram.
2: I first have to say what is a raffle copter? Yeah. What the fuck? Okay.
1: Rolling on the floor, laughing and you oh. spin around like a, you spin around like a helicopter. Okay. So you're like, ha 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 ha.
2: That is a visual. I thought you yeah, were doing a rafflecopter.
1: No, you guys, this is a real thing. This is a raffle copter. It's like, this is what the kids say. Uh, that's, oh. not that's not true. That's not true.
0: <laughs> stop being, trying to be a Gen Z.
2: I'm
1: going to get a middle yeah. part soon. I'm only, I'm yeah, just, I'm telling you, soon. I'm going to get a middle part.
2: Okay. Oh, so God. my rafflecopter vids. Um, <laughs> 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 so it's actually like, I feel like my whole like social media lately or probably forever, I don't know, it so up and down. Cause like my blog is where I go to like, write these super depressing posts about Harlow, pre Harlow, you know, they were funny for a while, but then like when I had a miscarriage then they were really dark for a while. So it like, you never knew what you were gonna get. But um,
1: but yeah. I think that, I think that's like super, I like, I think it's super authentic because it's like, you're, you're like, you know, that's what people strive for. So I think you're doing a great job. Continue, I apologize.
2: No, keep mansplaining. Keep going. I love it. <laughs> no, so I, I mean, it's like cliche to say, but I really have to like write through something to like fully feel it like, I'll have these posts in my head forever. And I'll be like, don't post it. It's too much. Don't post it. And then I write it and I'm like, don't share it. And then I'm like, screw it. Like sharing is like therapeutic for me. And I mean, I've been doing it for like 12 years now. And so it does take me some time. And then I have like, a, uh, I think it was Renee Brown who said you get like a vulnerability, like what? Not, not a hangover, or maybe it is hangover where she's like, after you share something, you're like, Oh shit, what did I do? And then, um, so that, I just expect that now, like, okay, that's going to happen. But then I've gotten a lot of messages. Um, I kind of started, like I said, with the miscarriage where people were like, I never even shared that I had one and I'm 65 and you talking about it, like makes me feel better. And so I was like, that kind of like moved me to be like, okay, like I can share more if it's like helping people a little bit. And especially like with the Harlow stuff, so many people have been like, you make me feel more normal about, you know, being so upset about losing my dog that some people just don't understand. So, I mean, that's one aspect it's not um i'm not like oh i'm so selfless that's why i'm doing it you know first of all it's for myself but Mm -hmm. then you know sharing and hearing that helps other people is pretty cool for me to think about um and then the rafflecopter vids that's just (laughs) usually (laughs) i've had a lot of coffee and i'm like okay i need to get this out and then making stupid stuff like that is fun for me um it's kind of like i used to do like improv or stand up and this is now my outlet for the silly so you know, I'll go and do like a really silly video and then I'll have like three hours to write maybe of Birdie naps and then I'll write like a depressing post. It's like I'm a moody teenager. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> it is right. it is quite amazing. I mean, yeah, you're just weird. a full you're just a full you're just a full human being. And I think that's really cool because I I obviously, I bear my soul way entirely too much on this <laughs> podcast. And like people are probably like, What is really? I mean, clearly they're not like this. They think what the hell is wrong with you? So I definitely feel like if you can help somebody by by bearing your soul and like saying your truth is, you know, silly as that sounds, I think it's so awesome. So,
0: well, thank you.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I, I
0: think too. I and I wasn't listening when Bryce gave your intro. Quite honestly, I <laughs> block out most of what he says. But for our listeners, you are at the Daily Tay on Instagram. Um, That's right. I think I think a large majority of our listeners probably follow you and are familiar with your videos that have gone viral. Um, and so I just wanted to point that out because those are the funny video. I'm not going to use whatever Brian said. The, the funny copter. videos. Yeah. is
1: what I said. Raffle <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I, and I do, I want to, I want to ask about, um, the, ins- the inception of your blog, the Daily Tay, which obviously evolved into your Instagram now, like, because I think it's uh, a hilarious story. You guys can go read about it on her website at thedailytay.com. But if you could explain how this sort of started in the first place.
2: <laughs> um first I want to do I have this like origin story on my blog because so, I better stick <laughs> yeah, to that <laughs> yeah you do you
1: really do you <laughs> just
2: read it to us
1: it's like it's like x-men it's like it's like an x-men origin story
2: actually so uh I also just want to clear up that I often like kind of poke fun at like different influencer handles you know where it's like champagne flutes and taco toots and I Always oh, forget I yes. I have such a stupid handle myself. Like a little voice sometimes will be like, You know no. your daily tay, right, moron? But like, <laughs> I chose it no. Years ago that I'm like, yeah, like- I completely disagree. Yours I is do like spot on for
0: like yours is normal. I know exactly which bloggers you're talking about with those dumb as fuck names. And it's hard. I can't I can't watch anything they do. I think I actually unfollowed one of them because I cannot take them
2: seriously i mean i like i love some of those names like they just bring me such joy but um <laughs> <laughs> i came up with my blog name like 12 years ago and it was i remember thinking i'll just call it this for today and then here we are um i want to stick to that origin story but now i i mean the- well
1: okay i'll i'll like <laughs> i i guess i can mansplain some more but i basically oh, you God. said that you were you were in college and you wanted to get to europe that's like what what started your oh, sort of the like, medical like blog. the idea, yeah, <laughs> the notion of you thinking that you wanted to start a blog. So that's yeah, what I yeah.
2: the- <laughs> Well, okay. So it started with me doing excerpts of my medical study at, um, what was it called? MDMC? Did you guys ever, you know? It- I, I I knew I did
1: I never did it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Basically, at the university, well, it, it's probably in any college town. You can go and yeah. you can do you can like participate in studies that they will pay you for. So it's other so like plasma. A lot of people gave plasma or blood or whatever. Why did like people inject me with stuff? I don't okay,
2: even yeah. so, no, no, I don't no, know why our big, friends hold subjected
1: on. us of this. On. Like I don't get it, but they there's did. There's a
0: big difference between donating plasma mm-hmm. and a medical study. There Papis is Bryce. Jump to explaining everything for the entire
1: episode. Well, I. I just know that that was that that was just the case for a lot of people i wasn't sure what taylor did that's true i i I
2: walk back hey i'm a college kid and like i need money i'll donate plasma where i went all in and like a lot of the people with me weren't college kids they regularly did these tests for money um And I was there for like five days and I started to go nuts by the end. Cause they're like taking your blood all the time, injecting you with things. There was all this drama in there cause they were regulars, you know, and I was the newbie and um,
1: it was like the yeah. OC, like it
0: sounds Those like.
2: Are, they're pharmaceutical yeah. drug studies. So mm-hmm. basically, yeah, the, every, phar-
0: I'm in pharmaceutical, so I'll just give a very brief <laughs> rundown. So anytime a drug goes into a clinical trial, the first set of patients that they tested on are healthy subject volunteers. That was me. And that is, yeah. And so that's (laughs) what you did. And that's purely to see how does the drug move through the body? Like, what does it look like in the bloodstream? Which is why you had so many blood draws. Mm -hmm. But people get paid thousands of
2: dollars to do these studies. Yeah, I got 2,700. I'm unemployed.
1: I need to find a place out in LA to do this. (laughs)
2: To a college kid, I mean, that was incredible. And I like thought about leaving sometimes, but then I was like, no, you're in this far, you can't leave now. Like, and you're in all these bunk beds. Um, The scariest part of it was I snuck my phone in and they're like, oh, you can't have that phone. It has a camera on it. It was like a razor, a maroon razor, you know? Mm And I was like, "Why I'm not going to send pics? Like, I don't have any data. My parents like, yeah, control it." <laughs> and then they're like, "Well, no. If someone took it, there's a lot of people in here um, with a history of sexual assault. So it's more to protect you." And I was like, "Oh, this is not oh being fun." <laughs> they're sleeping next to me. Like, there's women's quarters, men's quarters, and no, like.
1: I feel like the phone is the up. least of your worries at this
2: point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I found that out right at the end, and that's when I started to spiral. That's when I was like, yeah. oh, "I can't do this anymore." Um, but. So yeah, that's kind of how I started the blog because I was writing about this stuff. And then well, I had what, really- what
1: do you remember? What was like the weird like what what do you what do you remember like being the weirdest thing or the funniest thing that you can remember from that experience?
2: Oh my God. I mean so much. It was there were the weekend regulars. So I went in on a Thursday and then one of the girls in my groups, there was like six of us, she's like, Oh, it's gonna get wild tomorrow. The weekenders come in. And I was like, What does that mean? <laughs> and a lot of like just the people from Lincoln, some of them you recognize from downtown, hanging around on the streets, come in, and they do any tests, and it did. It got super packed. There were hookups going on, and I was this, like, smarty girl being like, I want to go to Paris. Like, <laughs> 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 it was, yeah. It really, that is insane.
1: People you know, are hooking it, up in the bunk beds?
2: Yeah. like Wow. You know, Oh my gosh, that's wild. And Impossible. there was like a tiny little like corridor you could walk where people, or not walk, people would smoke out there, but I was getting ready for spring break. So I was doing laps like a rat, like my little blonde ponytail, like <laughs> I'm losing weight while I'm here and making money. Like <laughs>
1: It's like a full-time job. Oh yeah.
2: my God, that is so funny. That's
1: amazing. So after, so after that and after Nebraska, you then moved, did you move to Chicago right after college or did you, or did you- so,
2: we had a brief stint in Topeka, Kansas.
1: Oh, what a beautiful! Uh, that's like the Paris of Kansas, isn't <laughs> it?
2: Uh, are you familiar with Westboro? No, That's <laughs> You're not. No, no, you're, re- you're really not. Mm-mm. Okay, uh, well, i yes, will mention he it is. quickly. <laughs> you are.
1: Yeah, Someone yeah, don't I know. no, no, I know what it is. Yeah. So no, I just—I mean, but I did it for a second, so that was true. I didn't remember it, and then I then I jogged my memory. I did a laugh is. like you
2: we lived like three blocks from them and so i would were like you recruited <laughs> i mean i tried to set up an interview with them because i thought i was going to write a book called sex drugs in Westboro church like how original <laughs> is that i love um, that <laughs> and then like i contacted them on twitter and they were going to let me come in and then i freaked out because like they have a huge block of like they're it's called like a commune i always say that they're wrong i call it a compound Compound, i think compound something yeah uh it's super creepy um, so Is it, it like Scientology
1: or like worse uh, or both? W- so maybe. Well, I mean, that's a
2: fine. Line. That's a, I mean, they're the concept. ones who hold up signs being like, God hates gay people, God yeah. hates. You know, they're so it's pretty nasty. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they were just always protesting around Topeka. But we were there because Chris had a job that right out of college, I was like, I'll go with you anywhere and we'll be happy. And then I was like, except <laughs> Topeka. And if you're from Topeka, listening, it, I'm sure it's a great place. It just wasn't yeah. for us.
1: Well, if you live that close to the Westbrook Baptist yeah. Church, you know that's going to be a little bit not fun. So
2: exactly. And I knew they started getting in my head when, like, it was. I remember specifically Harold Camping Day, May 21st. I don't know if any of you um, guys know about other cults, but he predicted <laughs> the world was going to end, and I was so freaked out. And Chris is like, "We well, need to get out of here." Like, was Westbrook's it? Were
1: camping. you there? Were you there when he the world was supposed to end?
2: Well, Harold Camping has nothing to do with Westboro. I was just okay. in a cult state of mind. Oh,
1: I got you. I got you. And okay. so I
2: went to bed then. Like <laughs> right? state of mind. I live yeah. there sometimes. And I didn't think we'd wake up. So when we did, I was like, "We got to get out of here. We got to get to Chicago." <laughs> and that's how we did it
1: okay because you started doing as you mentioned you started doing stand-up and Im- improv um i wanted to know i've obviously i've obviously not obviously i don't know why i'm saying obviously i have dabbled in both um but i wanted to know why you started and you i mean you're first obviously you're hilarious if you go to your their instagram if you go to her instagram you will see and like. seconds how funny you are but it's it stand up is really hard so I was curious like from a from a female perspective you know was that difficult for you how did you start kind of what how did that come about
2: uh I did not last long (laughs) I um you were doing
1: like you were doing the laugh factory I remember well
2: I mean like I had a friend who like hosted a show and he's like yeah you can come on it um (laughs) so I had like a few like very like small spots but um stand-ups grind, you know, I, yeah. I did the grind for like six months max. And then I was like, I'm tired. Like <laughs> I miss my couch. Like they're going out to bars, you know, like five, six times a night. And it wasn't the life for someone who like was obsessed with their dog. And I liked Chris too. You know, I just want to be on the couch. I'm such a homebody. And well,
1: I, and a lot of those places, I mean, if like, I, I didn't even do, I didn't do like, I didn't grind it. I would go like sporadically <laughs> and I would, I, I, I remember that i mean you'd have to go at like first of all you'd have to show up at like 8 p.m and then you yeah. wouldn't be able to go on until like 1 a.m for four so you're just like, like yeah. yeah for literally yeah for that long for three minutes yeah. four minutes and you're like this is just not like i mean mm-hmm. it's hard it's hard so it
0: has to be like your ultimate this is what yeah. i want to do if you're I right. mean, and
2: there's a lot of like great comics in chicago who do that for 10 years but I think back on that time and I'm honestly like, bless my heart. Like I would go into bars alone with my little notebook and like sit there and I didn't know anyone or like, it's very clicky as most things are. Um, And then go up and do my little bit of time and go to the next bar. And I don't know, it's funny for me to think I did that, but then I kind of found out I can get the same like jollies off of Instagram, even though nothing's like as good as live, but I can reach a little bit more
1: People. people yeah when on like, your, and on your on your own time I mean it's, yeah
2: rather than being at an open mic when no one's listening they're all just writing in their books so yeah.
1: <laughs> well so how did so how did then the evolution of Instagram, obviously you know Instagram can't I need to stop saying obviously my mom's gonna shoot me she's gonna be like stop saying obviously when when the evolution because she's the only one that listens by the way Taylor so just well, my to, okay, mom will listen okay. okay good perfect all of our moms can listen um, that's basically it anyway but um, uh, I was curious how, when Instagram came into the picture of society, you know, when did you start, when did you start to use that as a platform for comedy, like right away or was it, you know,
2: weird timing. So stories came out right when I got back from my honeymoon in 2016, before that was just photos. And I was going to quit cause I hate, like, I hate taking photos, like. I like them with my baby, I liked them of Harlow, but if, like when I was trying to be like a real blogger, I'd be like, oh, like I looked like a dog in a costume. And so I was like, I can't do this, like I hate this. Um, and then we came home from our honeymoon and I was like, what's going on? Like, what is happening? What are these stories? Um, and that's when I like kind of started to think like, I can do my bits on here. And like that, um, that was a game changer. But then really what did it for me was when Reels came out last summer. Because mm. I had you been like crushed crush the real game You crush it I mean Instagram was very kind to me And they like featured me Like there was one time Like I had such a slow growth forever That when I started getting followers I told Chris like oh shit Someone bought me robots And I'm like I'm gonna get kicked off Someone <laughs> bought me robots And I'm like why am I getting followers This never happens <laughs> um, But that's like how quickly it happened And then like reels It just shows it to so many more people yeah Um,
1: that that is that is interesting do you remember what this what the story was that they featured, or which like what you were talking about or what the the one was
2: it's so stupid but the one they featured of me where i was making a i called it a charcuter board where i just put like a lunchable on a wooden board and i'm super pregnant in it and one of my friend's moms was like A lovely woman, so sweet. She commented like, I just can't stop staring at how big your boobs are. (laughs) And she got shredded because her profile picture is with her husband and they're an older couple and people were like you old creep staring at her boobs like i had like a fierce like whoa protective following me like how dare you and i'm like i even commented like i'll only take this from nancy like it's totally fine you guys um she's like i will never comment again you know she's like put your pitchforks away like (laughs) oh my god that's awesome
1: that's amazing well you have this new hilarious series which i find hysterical and you are impersonating fellow influencers. And yes. so, so did. how did this come about? I mean, we're, you know, obviously I kind of know, but I figured it's probably an obvious answer, but it's, it's like, where do you come up with these? I mean, is it watching people? Are you, I just, it's hysterical.
2: So I, this is something that sometimes I'll get messages from people and they'll be like, so you're an influencer and you make fun of it. I don't like that. And I'm like, well then go follow someone else. I don't give a shit. Like yeah. basically any job I've ever had, I've made fun of. And so, um, it just comes naturally to me <laughs> I don't know, to be <laughs> self-deprecating. And I really, some of the things it's like me calling myself out because, you know, I'll get a thought where I'm like going to do something cheesy. and I'm like, no, you're not that person, but let's go make a (laughs) video about it. You know, so a lot of it is me making fun of myself. I never like target an individual ever because one, that's just mean and I like want to be good spirited about it. Um, And I also like influencing such a weird world where it's super like women dominated um, a lot of moms, you know, so I I try to keep it really lighthearted and never like, I don't want to shit on a women-dominated, like, business. That's pretty cool. But also sometimes the stupid shit people do, like, needs to be addressed a bit. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, and, but, and the
0: th- 100%, because the <sighs> things that you are making fun of, you see across the board. And yeah. I think most people that are in it would agree. My sister is an influencer, so – and she would agree that, like, yeah, that – shit is stupid and it, someone should make fun of it so I think that's also what makes people latch onto your videos and think they're so funny because it's not just a one-off situation like you see it across the board
2: yeah and a lot of influencers. influencers can laugh at themselves you know but I will get so many messages of people in the same day being like this video is based on this girl this girl this girl and it's all different people and I'm like no guys it's the industry in general yeah like um yeah and I can I've, recognize the cheesy stuff because, like I said, sometimes I almost do it. And I'm like, I know what she's doing. You know, you recognize like right. what you don't like about yourself and someone else a lot. Um, so Yeah.
0: Have you made, like, close friends with other influencers? I
2: actually have. Like, I was on an island forever. And, like, I don't know. I'm just not super social. I don't know if that's surprising to anyone. <laughs> I don't leave my house as I sit in the closet. <laughs> but when I started making these videos, um, yeah, like, they've become, like, I think they're my friends unless they're all like talking shit about me behind my back. <laughs> I don't know. No. it. If-
1: <laughs> this episode of the nobody's podcast is brought to you by Emily Roggenberg.com.
0: Ew. Why are you talking like that? Uh,
1: it, this is my serious voice. This is a serious plug for EmilyRoggenberg.com And in turn, I'm using my serious voice.
0: That's your serious voice. Yes. Okay. Nobody. First of all, nobody takes you seriously. Second of all, listeners, if you guys want a place to find amazing chic apparel and one-of-a-kind custom designs, go straight over to emilyroggenberg.com.
1: Annie, I love her city-based clothing. She's got T-shirts, sweatshirts, and hoodies with all of your favorite cities on them for you to wear with pride. She's got Cleveland, New York, Los Angeles, which is where I live
0: except you go home to Nebraska for four months at a time.
1: Okay, but that's the beauty of Emily Roggenberg's designs. You can wear all this stuff no matter what city you're in.
0: No, I get it. And personally, I love the empowerment apparel because it aligns and promotes values that I feel very strongly about and have talked a lot about on this podcast. Women empowerment, equality, kindness, and mental health. And all of the pieces are done in beautiful neutrals that can be worn every day.
1: She also has these incredible photographs for purchase, so go to EmilyRoggenberg.com to look at all of her awesome stuff.
0: And right now you can use the promo code NOBODY for 25% off your purchase. So please go check out Emily Roggenberg.com and use promo code NOBODY.
1: That's Emily R-O-G-G-E-N-B-U-R-K dot com. Promo code Nobody. Thanks, guys. Fucking nailed that.
0: We nailed it. Hell yes. I did it. I
1: nailed it. What's next? The rest of the scene. (laughs) And now back to the show. I want to know also, what it, What do you think, if you can pinpoint one, what is the most ridiculous DM you've gotten? Because I'm getting, you have another video that I love too, which is people will tell you that they're unfollowing you, but before they tell you, before they unfollow you, they tell you they're yeah. unfollowing
2: you. I love that. God, I mean, <laughs> there's so many. Um, I mean, the most ridiculous like are the most like mean. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like, the I got a lot of shit when I like said that I couldn't breastfeed anymore and people were like, Well, you're it takes a selfless person to breastfeed and like you're clearly not. And then like the <laughs> crappy part is I think about comebacks for like six months, unfortunately. I'm still to that person. I want to be like, would well, your mom breastfeed you? Cause I don't want to have a kid like you. Or like, yeah. I'm like a kid, like still thinking of comebacks. And it's so dumb. Like,
1: I oh do um, the same thing, by the way. Like I'm the worst. It's the worst. I'm like, God, I should have said that like a no. year ago to that person.
2: I wish like the really silly ones. Unfortunately, I let them go. It's like the mean ones that I hold on to. I got some mean ones about Harlow where people were like, this one person's like, "How dare you like do a scan on his head? He's too old to cut open his head." When I was seeing if he had cancer, and I was like, "You don't know more than a vet, you piece of shit!" Like, I don't know. You just get oh, such God. like mean things. People think they can say whatever. Um,
1: it is kind of yeah. insane that people think that they can just talk to people that they one do not know. Two, that yeah. they can just say something as mean as sin to someone. I like, I
2: mean, I well, don't. They would I don't never say it.
0: those things in person. They're I so know.
2: nasty, yeah. And their profile yeah. photos, like a raindrop on a leaf, or something, where you're like, "What is going yeah. on?" Like
0: weird. My things. favorite. I've had. I just recently had a man who claims oh, to go. be a father. Your DM father? me. Oh, you no, didn't claim to be oh. my father. <laughs> no. So he's just so like, dark. Yeah. No, I went to <laughs> seriously. I went to his profile and like it literally said like so father fa- uh, father follower of jesus and like gym rat that was like his bio okay and his profile picture was of the michael jordan symbol and i was like okay and he went in about how i'm a spoiled little rich bitch that's just jet setting all over and i was like do you know who I-, I think you have the wrong person first of all like and he and so i just responded and i said which normally I don't respond, but I just – this one was, like, so out of pocket. Yeah. But I just responded, and I was like, you know what? I hope that sending that message to a stranger made you feel better. Like,
2: have a good day. Now go hit the gym.
0: like. (laughs) Yeah, and he responded an even longer message about – and he, like, tied my siblings into it and all this stuff, and I was just like, okay, ew, like, report a block. But it's – I'm like, you would never walk up to me on the street and say these things.
1: No, no, never. And Annie is selling herself short because she does have a lot of, she has like a lot of followers too. And you do, a, you are, you post a lot of influential stuff. And so you are, you are, sub, you are, op, you do open, you know, you're, unfortunately you have to open yourself up to that kind of crap, which is so annoying.
0: Well, but, normally I'm pretty, I mean, it's nowhere near what.
1: Take yeah. i sure. yeah.
0: But I, I'm pretty good normally at just like deleting them. <laughs> um but
2: sometimes you just want to write like a giant go fuck yourself. Yeah. I really so. thought Bryce was going to go into a tangent about like, well, Anna, you really do jet set. And you kind of <laughs>
1: well, and Taylor, just to, these people, with like these stupid people, like if Taylor actually like watched their story or responded to them or whatever, they would like lose their mind. Like they would be like, yes. oh my God, I can't believe like, Has that ever happened to you? Or they oh, like, they yeah. just go insane. Cause they're like, I can't yeah. believe you'd even respond to me. Like everyone just wants fucking attention. It's so annoying. Yeah,
2: that actually has where I- one person was sending me messages about like oh so chris is the good luck look- looking one in the relationship just like a just <laughs> little shitty things and i finally responded like yep that's about right and i'm like oh my god i wrote you just a few mean things but if you look up i wrote a bunch of other nice stuff i can't believe you responded and i'm like
1: did you post <laughs> this because i feel like i remember seeing this now that you yeah said. i think
2: i did yeah like um, i wrote a lot of nice What is wrong yeah. with people <laughs> Oh. i don't know oh my like,
1: God. <laughs> uh, taylor do you think becoming a mom has like changed your comedy do you find other do you think do you find other things funny do you do you, are observations different or is it about the same still
2: oh i don't think it's ever the same like from one day to the next um
1: that's I, why it's a daily Tay.
2: <laughs> yeah exactly that's why it's not champagne flutes and doing toots, but um, sometimes I'm like, God, am I doing too much mom humor? But I'm like, I can't even worry about that. Like, this is my life, and that's always what I've talked about. Um, but, I yeah. would say
0: a large number of your followers are moms or, like, around that age. Yeah. I would think. I will say, just for me personally, I appreciate the humor side of, now that I'm going to be a mom, I appreciate the humor side of it. But I also like going back to how you talked about not being able to breastfeed anymore. Like that is just something people don't talk about enough. And so I think getting like what we said earlier, you get that good balance of like real life stuff while tying in humor to it. I think it's just, I think it's really
2: great because there's not a lot of people doing that. Well, thank you for saying that. Uh, It's very nice of you. I tend to like, I wrote like a whole set, like, after i had my miscarriage and that was i would say kind of received well kind of not like i write jokes about darker things uh because that's how you work through it Yeah, and so that's like a lot of the breastfeeding stuff i've got way more jokes but i haven't like released them like that's the thing about instagram where it's so different doing something live you know because yeah someone could be recording you but who are they going to show well i guess a lot of people but not as you know, I'm definitely way more toned down on Instagram. Where like I would like to do live again eventually, where I can, you know, really show my dirty self. No, <laughs> I'm kidding yeah.
1: do you ever do like <laughs> Instagram live? Do you ever use that feature of it, where to like to maybe not not to do a set, but just to like go on and you know?
2: I have thought about it so many times, and I like bought a fake like kids microphone back during the <laughs> pandemic. I was like, I'm gonna do like a real like. 20 minute set or this, but then I panic. Like Instagram Live is scary. So yeah, well, um,
1: I bet no, and and people are just like, I mean, it's just you open the floodgates for people. But exactly. you would be so good. You ha- you need to do that. So I mean, again, I I'm need telling Chris you what to, to do, leave but... the
2: house again. Yeah. Like Chris always being home, like working from home now. That's why like I don't do a lot of my other like weird night videos where I like get have a few <laughs> drinks and put on a wig and do some weird stuff. Um, he's great. always at Those home so now. Good. So, if he starts traveling again, I know. Well,
1: Chris, you guys just celebrated five years. Speaking of Chris, five years of marriage. Congratulations. And by the way, Chris is like total hashtag beard goals, like best beard in the game, quite quite literally. Um, Do you guys, what's your secret? I mean, like, you're like, beard oil.
2: (laughs) Oh, you meant for the marriage. Yeah, for the marriage. Sorry,
1: I should have clarified. I apologize. Oh my god! Um, no, does it, you, you always kind of, you, you also joke that he's like, you know, he's your, well, at least on your, uh, on your origin story, you were saying how like, he's always your photographer and you kind of joke that, I mean, how much does he contribute to your, to your guys's business, like to your business? And like, does he take a lot of your photos and stuff?
2: Well, I mean, I feel like I don't post as many as I used to, but yeah, anything that's just me and like birdie, that's all him. Okay. Like, and it's 10 seconds. Like, I hope I get a good shot. That's it. Like I... <laughs> not lying when i say i hate photos especially like in public i find it absolutely humiliating i don't know why where well, it just is a weird video i'm like yeah i'll do anything but it's like i don't know the photo stuff weirds me out so yeah but yeah. he um he's a good sport about it because sometimes i'll be like i'll tell him like the views of a story and i'm like does that weird you out and he's like yeah it does like, yeah. like to know that he just doesn't like to think about it. So if I ever like share like something about him, I always ask him first. I'm like, can I talk about this? And he'll be like, yes or no. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause like he, he didn't sign up for this. Like he agreed to it. <laughs> or maybe he did sign up for it. I don't know. But I respect that. Like he doesn't necessarily like want to be an influencer husband, but he does like the free stuff. <laughs> stuff. And I love it's- it when you
0: make a fake crisp
2: yes Uh, oh my god when you made
0: the fake
1: chris (laughs) when you were like oh we're so cute together it's just the box with his with like eyes on it is it it a blonde wig too like it's not even like his hair color like it's
2: i think it might have been a blonde wig yeah like i see these like you know it became a big thing where like influencer couples were like holding each other in the kitchen or doing something (laughs) chris and i are not touchy-feely at all like once we were in Cabo doing a family photo shoot and the photographer was like, will you guys kiss? And we're like, no, why would we do that? Like in private, we're fine, but we're just not like that in public. So I have to like use a box, Chris, if I'm ever going to like, it makes it even better. I mean,
1: not to say that, you know, but it's just hilarious. It's so amazing. Like that's so funny because it is true. People, they, they, couples do that all the time on Instagram. Yeah. Um,
0: Wait, really quick, how long does it typically take you to do a reel? Like when you start working on it to the time that you post it, how long, or finish it, I guess.
2: Um, if it's for like a campaign, it's a little longer because I really like try hard to come with a good concept for them. We go back and forth, takes me a little while. But if I just like an idea pops in my head, I'm like, I'm gonna get this out and it'll take about seven, to eight minutes. Are you serious?
1: Love yeah. That.
2: That's why they're like oh not... Oh my gosh, that's I don't amazing. have like makeup on in them. They're Some some of the ones that have gone viral where I look like absolute dog shit, I'm like, I should have put on eyeliner. Like, next time. Because I don't have like... You know, I don't know how long Birdie's going to be sleeping. So, yeah. And I'm always like this could end tomorrow, get that video up today. Like, I just, <laughs> fully expecting Instagram to shut down any day. So just try to get it That up. gives me
1: anxiety just hearing about it. I could you never know. work that, I could never operate that way. I'm so calculated, I'm so like regimented. Yeah. I could never work in five, seven to eight minutes. That is amazing that I'm.
0: Yeah, Oh, that like makes everything even funnier because you must be doing like one, maybe two takes.
2: Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, and if I it takes me too long, I get all hot and frustrated. I'm like, screw it, like I don't have a long <laughs> concentration. Like
1: that you know? hot.
2: Yeah. Oh my God, that is amazing.
1: <laughs> no, it's has gotta be your improv background. I mean, like, you know, that's, yeah, that's I mean true. it's so good.
0: Well, did I'm terrible at improv. Formal, think, yeah. uh, <laughs> did you do like formal improv classes like groundlings
2: or anything like that? Uh, I City in the conservatory at the second oh, city, yes. yeah, second?
1: second city. Oh, that is yeah. a great, great. I should have said that since
2: it was Chicago, yeah. that's <laughs> no, still yeah, I thought it was like, I remember when I got accepted and I I was like, I'm going to be on SNL. Like, that's what's going to happen. But yes. then I found out they started accepting a lot of people. I think they needed money. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, so I feel like a lot of people make the conservatory. Uh I don't always say it like that. And then if you're good, you go onto the troops and they pay you. But I never. Do you have to travel
1: too for that? I mean, isn't that? There's a a bunch
2: of different ones. Like there's, um, and those like I've met so many great like comedians do that whereas like, you can tell you're like oh they're going to be famous and now a lot of them are on their hbo shows or like you know you see them on tv but i recognized right away i was like oh i'm not very good at this and that's why like i went to stand up um
1: yeah <laughs> um, okay before we get into our special segment taylor i really want to uh, i i know that you i want to go back to your um apparel clothing um yes your uh, all of your all of your amazing creations you i mean back, you know, still, I mean, you really hit it hard with the um, tailgating apparel, which you mentioned at the top of this episode, tailgating, but uh, specifically for the Nebraska Cornhuskers, where as we mentioned, we all went to college. I guess my question would rather be what, you know, what made you get into the into the apparel side? What, what made you get into apparel in the first place after the blog? Like was it again, was it a natural progression? It just seems like you have so many hands and so many different cookie jars. It's pretty amazing now <laughs> how like unbelievable you've built your brand. And I'm so, calling it a brand, so I don't know if that's right or wrong. Yeah,
2: that sounds, good. That sounds good. Okay, good, good, good. I had just been laid off, and I was just, like, making ends meet, doing weird jobs, like, coming home and cleaning my parents' closets. And they're like, you can't do jobs you did as a 10-year-old forever. And I was like, I feel like I could. I feel like, <laughs> like I could, Kim and I am. Tim
0: yeah.
2: Kardashian started that way. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so it was, like, in the summer before... Uh, the football season started, and I was like, "God, I really want to tailgate hard this season. How can I still not get a job? What can I do?" And I was just constantly thinking of how can I not have to work for somebody. And so I was like, "Maybe I could sell like a T-shirt." And then I came up with that one, and it did pretty well. My goal was to send twelve, or it's, excuse me, sell twelve to pay off the credit card bill. And then I sold twelve, and then it became like five hundred, and then like thousands, and then it just kept spiraling. And then. And now I'm kind of tapering away because I'm like it's hard work and I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, um, and I do have like a collegiate license now, but there's so much that goes into that. Like I have to watch these webinars. I tried to watch one today, and I was like, I don't uh, do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was the first to put married AF on merch. Um, I know that sounds crazy, but I truly was. No, I remember.
0: I-, I remember like back in 2013 ish, 2014 maybe that you came out with that married AF stuff.
2: And I like, I know now I just got lucky. I didn't come up with that saying. I was just like the first to put it on a shirt, you know? And then like, I right. tried to like hoard it and own it. And now again, when I think back on that person, I'm like, oh, that was cute. Like you trying to like, think I could keep that, but that like, I would be packing t-shirts in our apartment in Chicago till like 4am. Cause that went bananas. That was really like good for me.
0: And wow. then I'd carry
2: garbage bags to the post office. Cause I didn't want to move our car. So in my head yeah. I was walking back and forth with all <laughs> these packages makes more sense. It didn't but like, <laughs> Oh
0: my God. We're oh,
1: you should have gotten dolly a dolly. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Then, I
2: know. Yeah. You
1: wow. didn't need to run and... around the block anymore.
0: Yeah. <laughs> did You do it off of like Etsy or would sit on, I don't remember at this point. Uh, I, I did it off your... of, Okay.
2: I was on Etsy, but then that's where I would just get so many people taking all of my ideas as kind of what Etsy is. So then I went to my own website. Um, and now it's Taylor Wolf shop, but I also still have stuff on Etsy. Cause people like look at that as a marketplace. Um, yeah.
1: So, okay. So you have Taylor Wolf shop and people can go and buy stuff on that right now. Correct. Correct. And you can go and, and what kind of, what kind of stuff can you tell us like cup some of the stuff that's on there or.
2: It, I mean, I'll talk about it quickly, but I feel like that's boring, but, um, <laughs> I mean, like it's like merch that I want. Like I wanted a sweatshirt that said "Bebe on the way. So I made that, um, <laughs> Oh, I cute. like I might go buy one of those so it's just like, like baby, what
1: like, yeah, Krieg, Bebe? Exactly. okay,
2: or like when you know, I used to travel more and I like love drinking in the airport. I was like, I want a sweatshirt that says airport drinks, and I'm like, I wonder if that would sell, and it does. So, oh, sometimes yeah, it's like an experiment where I'll, like, I'll tell Chris, I'm like, I'm gonna make this really weird thing, let's see if it sells, <laughs> and then it does. Maybe you shouldn't add that in there, but it's all stuff I want. It's just so like, that has to be so fun, though.
1: Seriously. Like,
2: it is fun. Yeah. Just a but good then, creative outlet if nothing else. It is. But then like sometimes I don't have the best customer service with people who are super grumpy where you know, I don't I won't get into that, but if you look at my Etsy reviews, like they're almost all five stars, but if I get a one in there where someone's complaining, my responses are <laughs> a little they're super passive aggressive, nasty. And we're like I used to have a shirt that ran a little small. I changed brands, but it said in the listing, literally 27 times this runs small. And someone's like, I didn't know this ran small. And I was like, <laughs> I am so sorry, Jessica, that it says in this 27 times it runs small. Per my
1: last email. Yeah, exactly. I'm
2: like, would you like me to send a pigeon? Like, how can I make But people, they'll be like, how, I don't know, anyway. I can- Oh just, my god. I need to work on that. But I have like a good assistant who's so nice and I'll see how she responds. I'm like, that was way nicer. Just like <laughs> customers. I'm like, yeah. That's yeah. So <laughs>
1: so <They> are. Are. <laughs> okay. I, this is a this is a serious question. This is the last question before we get into our special segment, but um who who influences you? Who influences oh. the influencer? Who are, you, who are you inspired by? Like whether it's in comedy or life or is there is there specific someone on Instagram or your mom? I mean, anybody.
2: <laughs> My mom and dad uh, influenced me in that I wish I had their social skills. Like I said, they have so many friends, do so many things. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Like, it looks exhausting. Um, but like, as far as social media goes, I love... Um, you guys follow heather mcmahon yes, yes. i oh love the she path so she's on like i think she's so funny and like how she kind of has her live show that she takes around like i would love to someday take my show on the road you know um and get yeah. back into stand-up a little bit um so i really like what she's doing and i think it's cool how i listen to a podcast with her and benny drama that's his name oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean um, i got I get insecure when I talk about them because I'm like they're so cool. but <laughs> you know how they how, you know, like, internet comedy is not like as frowned upon as it used to be or I, mm. I should try to paraphrase them, but they're back in the day it was like stand-ups kind of turned their nose at internet comics, but then in the pandemic I sure. had to learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like some people do go out trying to be like an internet comic, but a lot of us started in improv and stand up, and then we found like this outlet on our phones. So I just like what she's doing.
1: Yeah. I love that. All right. So, so uh, as Taylor, as I mentioned, Annie and I really love our moms uh, and we thought it would be fun to ask one of them to submit a question or two to ask our somebody's in a special segment. We so uncreatively call the mom question. Today's mom question comes from my mom, Jane. She wants, uh, she said, you recently posted about your mom telling you how to mom. You had a fun, really funny video about that. And so she wants to know one, what have you learned from your mom since becoming one? And two, what is something you won't be retaining from, from
2: her? Um, I can answer two. <laughs> I'll start with two. She needs to clean out her damn fridge. Like, I know every time I go there, like everything's expired and her mentality is like, it's fine. And I'm like, just throw it away. You guys can afford mustard. Like what's going on? <laughs> if she thinks it's funny, she'd be like, look at this one. It's from 2012. I'm like, you moved with that. You moved with old food. You know, they just like, <laughs> oh my God. so oh, much amazing. shit. And I'm like, get rid of it. And she cannot get rid of anything. Uh, I don't know. That's probably a weird like motherhood thing, but I think you...
1: She, no, my mom is a hoarder. She can't get rid of anything. Yeah. I, it must be a mom thing.
2: It's bizarre. And now I'm the opposite and I get rid of everything, which is why I didn't have those headphones. Like I came across them and I was like, take enough space. Don't want them. Get them out. That's how uh, my mom is. She just gets rid of everything. Yeah.
1: So exactly. it must be one way or the other, I guess. It's one way or the other.
2: Yeah. What I am going to take with me is that when as a kid, my mom was always playing with us. Like three kids two years apart and i remember like she was the mom at the park giving us like underdogs on the swings and always playing and she has an abundance of energy so it's not very fair but i like now being a mom i'm like how the hell did you do that like how were you not exhausted and she was never drinking around us she loses now but i don't ever remember that as a kid i'm gonna drink that's not the part the part (laughs) is her like constantly like playing and interacting you know um Yeah,
1: that's that's such a huge part too. I mean, that's what you. I mean, I feel like I mean, obviously, I'm not a parent, but it seems like that's what everybody you wanted. Like parents just like want to spend time as much time as they can with their kids, and you know, so it's you know, just as nice. That's a really nice thing.
0: She'll probably love hearing that because I feel like those are things we tell other people, but we rarely tell the people they're about. So, I'm. or you just kind of like
1: expect it? You know, like yeah. you kind of expect that. Oh yeah, your parent, you're gonna play with your. I mean, like a lot of parents don't play with their kids, like yeah. at all. And so it's really, it's a really awesome memory that you have.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, to end our somebody sessions, we like to ask everybody the same three questions. They're pretty rapid fire. Annie's gonna do the honors, if you will, Annie. Yeah,
0: they're not <laughs> a super rapid fire, so don't stress out. Oh yeah, it's I know. Hard. I always
1: we. I gotta stop saying that too. <laughs> Lots of the stuff. I got First stop one
0: is what is your favorite hard seltzer? And if you don't like hard seltzers, what's your favorite alcoholic beverage?
2: I don't love seltzers. I just love wine. You know, I like a spicy Marg, but I'm so lazy. Like, Ooh. if I can make it or just pour wine, I'm gonna pour wine. Yeah, and, fair. What oh, kind of that wine is so true. Perfectly? I became bougie recently, and I drink Sincere. I splurged oh. and get like... Sincere! $25 bottle. Uh, you, can that, you. you can say that you can
1: you can say that like conservatory. You can say yeah, it like exactly. that. That's a great it's a great uh, one to say it like
2: Even though I think this is Casco, uh but Kirkland. You know, right. Exactly. I love I love it. 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 Popular <laughs> Nice. The second question is what is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Um this is one that sticks in my head, but I've looked for it to make sure I'm not misquoting Steve Martin, but I always think of you'll use everything. I know that sounds weird. That's great. No, and I think about that, like all the weird notes I've been given or life experiences, like you'll use everything. Um, Oh, I love that. I think about that one a lot. Yeah. Um, The last one is what do you believe that you're an expert of? I was going to say, I was an. this is just depressing. I was an expert at like Harlow. Like we knew each other, like everything about him. Like we were just too close. Like I, I was an expert at my dog. Is like yeah.
0: best friends. <laughs> I, I love, love that.
1: that. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, yeah, he was so amazing. special. You guys have had, so, it's been amazing that you got to see both of you have such like incredible friends. Like makes me like, want to get a dog. Downer way to end.
2: Like, I'm gonna No,
1: not at all. No, I love, I love that. No. How do you like I your new, puppy? how do you like your new puppy?
2: Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Puppies are hard. They're infants <laughs> that run away from
2: you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she'll be going to a forever home. A lot of people, you know, are thought we were it, but we were never going to be it. Um, This is always
1: a foster situation. mm -hmm. Okay.
2: She's crazy. Were you at all nervous
0: about that? Like, were you at all nervous about, like, there's no way I'll be able to let her go?
2: Yeah. I kind of thought that. Like, I was like, it's too soon to get a dog, but we're going to open it up and, like, see if this works. And then. I think that's why I was like crying all last week. And I'm like, you're not Harlow. Like he wouldn't do that. Like sometimes I turned into a toddler, like where she was like on his blanket. I was like, this is Harlow's blanket. And Chris is like, you need to chill. But like after a long day with a puppy, you know, I turned into a teenager. Um, no, that makes and- sense. <laughs> well, you have a long day with a puppy and a baby. So yeah, I think that's exactly. Exactly yeah. reasonable. I don't want well, people to yeah. think I'm being mean to this foster though. Like I let, I'm not at all. It's just at the end of the day, I'm like you. Don't you let you let blanket. her.
1: You let her on the blue chair, which you said exactly. was not yeah. allowed to be on. Yeah,
2: yeah, and she sleeps curled up on me. Like I'm very nice to her, unless she gets in Harlow's blanket. That's not anyone <laughs> <good>. could watch <laughs> your story for five seconds <laughs> and
0: know that you're not mean to this dog. Yeah,
1: I mean, so don't God's stress say. about. that. I know. Yeah. I
0: just feel weird talking any shit about a dog, let alone a puppy. <laughs> no, and that's I wholeheartedly understand
1: all right taylor well we've taken up enough of your time Th- that is our show you can and should follow taylor on instagram for sincerely entertaining content at the daily tay and please follow at taylor wolf shop also on instagram for her latest creations and be sure to check out her website at thedailytay.com thank well,
0: you so much for yes thank I, you so much
1: taylor yeah this yeah, is I so fun
0: Okay, so if you guys are not already doing so, please follow us on Instagram at Nobody's Pod, at Andy underscore and at Bryce Advice. It's the exact same on TikTok. Twitter is at Nobody's The Pod. Same for our personals. And you can always email us at NoExpertAllOpinion at gmail.com.
1: Thanks, guys. We hope you have an amazing weekend.
0: And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay.
1: It is recorded remotely in small, crummy apartments in the San Fernando Valley.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.